everyone and welcome to the Talk Music Podcast, where we chat everything and anything to do with the world of music, and occasionally focus on topics a little bit unrelated. My name is Scott Kibbe, I'm a drummer turned comedy singer-songwriter and now apparently a podcaster. You're going to hear me chat to many people, but more often than not, it will be fellow musicians having conversations about their careers and lives within arguably the greatest art form in the world. And you get this for free, that's right, for free at scottcowie.com. Guest this week on the podcast, the legendary Orianthe, amazing female guitarist and platinum selling solo artist who tours with Alice Cooper, has worked with Michael Jackson, Carlos Santana, Prince, Carrie Underwood, Dave Stewart, Buddy Guy, the list goes on. Released her third solo album last year, Heaven and in This Hell. I want to talk to her about that album. I want to talk to her about Michael Jackson. I want to talk to her about the blues. It's going to be a good one. There's a bit of a Los Angeles theme in the podcast just now. A band called Sweet High R from Los Angeles. I was fortunate enough to do some gigging with them when I was over there in the summer. Nihal, the lead singer, I hope she's getting better. Now wait to hear this. She sings, plays in the band Sweet High R. I think she had a broken ankle the time that I seen them perform. She had crutches. She was putting down the crutches prior to going on stage and she was jumping about like a lunatic. She's under the weather, so it's only fair that we give a shout out to the Sweet High R guys. I hope they're doing good with their track, Diamond Eyes.
Okay, we're here on the podcast with Orianthi. Orianthi, how are you today? Oh, good. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. Now, please tell us about your last studio album, Heaven and This Hell. You stated in the past that the album has a blues influence. Is that right? Totally. You know, I'm I'm a blues-based guitar player. I, when I started learning guitar, my dad, you know, he has a great blues collection of Jimi Hendrix, Eric Clapton, B.B. King, Freddie King, you know, all the blues greats. And so I would listen to those records when I was younger. And so whenever I write a song or solo, it always comes, you know, stems back to the blues, you know. And, and so this record, I wanted to go off and make, you know, my previous record to this one was made with a major label and everything. And so this one I did by myself, just going out with Dave Stewart, um, you know, who produced it and co-wrote a lot of the songs with me. Um, it was, a, you know, it's an indie release and I wanted to do something that was creatively, you know, free and just going into a big room, working with the best session musicians in Nashville. You know, everyone was playing off one another and vibing off one another and tried to capture it almost like a live performance, you know, with every song. And because they're such great musicians, their instincts were amazing and the way they played together and everything so um being able to capture that and i just had the best time making this album you mentioned dave stewart there and he produced the album has dave stewart always been an inspiration of yours because you've been on on stage with him a lot as well recently is that right yeah dave's actually a really good friend of mine i've known him for about three or four years you know we met at a charity event sent up to cancer and uh and and you know he has just uh been a really good friend and collaborator and just we like jamming the blues and um, you know, it's just going over to his place and his family have become my, my English family over here in, in LA. So, um, you know, I love them all and they're just, uh, you know, it's, it's a lot of, it was a lot of fun making this record with him for sure. He's very creative, um, great musician, producer, everything. So songwriter, you know, I mean, I love obviously the Arrhythmics and, and being a fan of that and, you know, listening, you know, to come on the radio all the time when I was in Australia and, you know, all the time, just being a fan of how different they were, you know, lyrically and musically. And, um, and so it was really cool that he produced this record, sure. Great stuff. So you've worked with Dave Stewart, you've worked with Michael Jackson, of course, Prince, Carrie Underwood, Alice Cooper, amongst many, many others. Is there anyone yeah. else that you would like to perform with that you haven't had the chance to already? You know, I have actually had like the honor of working with and performing with mostly everybody that I, I, you know, wanted to. And apart from, you know, doing a, a song or a real jam with Buddy Guy, which recently I got to meet Buddy Guy and we, and we jammed, it was a rehearsal situation with, um, for the Kennedy honors. We played, I played for the president a couple of uh, weeks ago, which was incredible. Got asked to, uh, be part of that to honor Santana, who's, the reason why I, I play electric guitar is because of going to a Santana concert with my dad and telling my dad after he played Europa and saying, that's what I want to do. You know, it was just something about the melody, the way he played it was very moving. He put everything into it and his guitar was like a voice, you know? And so for me, that really just struck me and I was like, that's what I want to do. And standing up on stage was very surreal, you know, uh, playing, looking up, looking up at Obama and Santana sitting next to each other and honoring his music and it was just an incredible evening and, and buddy guy got up and did a song he just plugged in his fender guitar straight into his like fender amp hat on just sung it was like so raw and real and yeah there's some voodoo stuff going on there it's crazy it just 
you. You know, I don't know what it is. It, it just, uh, he's one of those players, you know, incredible. He really, really is. Having had such vast experience at such a young age, do you ever get intimidated performing alongside some of these legends? Um, it's not, I don't get intimidated. I just, I don't think it's real life. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> I, uh, because, you know, growing up and listening to their records and playing along and trying to learn their solos, when I actually get to meet them and hang with them. And Santana's a friend of mine, you know, I've known him since I was 18. Um, yeah, but forever be in awe of him. You know, I always look up to him and he's real inspiration. But, and same with Buddy Guy, I usually don't get sort of like fangirl about anybody. But meeting him, I was just like really sort of like, wow, this is a, a moment I was – I was nervous. I don't know how to explain the way I felt. It was just very, like, in awe, like, bloody hell, this is a buddy guy right here, you know. It was really real. It was a moment. It was a moment meeting him, you know, and just hearing him play at rehearsals. I was just very taken by his tone, his presence, and um, there's very few people that can hit a note or sing something with that much conviction and just, uh, I don't know, depth. You know. Absolutely, great conviction Somebody else who's a great singer We're going to segue into a little bit of her music just now A friend of yours out there in Los Angeles Flying the flag for Scotland Sandy Tom, live from the podcast the other week If you remember, check this out on the podcast with Orianthe. Now, one thing I want to know, what advice would you give to young aspiring musicians that are trying to achieve to perform on the same level that you're currently playing on? Well, 
the thing is I am obsessed with, with music. It's my life, you know, playing the guitar. I've been playing the guitar since I was six and songwriting and singing and performing and just, you know, wanting to write a better song, play a better show and, and always having that outlook of when I was six, you know, having that enthusiasm and surrounding myself with the right people that share that same enthusiasm and, and learning. And I, I think the, the key is just to never stop learning and never saying, hey, I'm going to stop here and, you know, I'm, I'm good enough because I never feel that way. I always feel like whenever I work with these people that I am in awe of, I learn something from them and they're all teachers to me and, and you know, I've been doing it for a really long time. So I just feel uh, really grateful. But at the same time, it's just working your butt off and working more and and um, never just stopping. You know, I think that's the, the key and, and having – like dreams and goals and this is what I want to do is very important. You know, not like, oh, you know, just wait for things to be sort of handed to you. It's, it's just working your, your butt off, basically. Uh, I never stop. You know, I always love, obviously I've had, you know, the opportunity to work with some incredible artists and Alice, who I continue to work with, Alice Cooper, who I love, um, and will continue to until he gets sick of me. So he's like, I've had enough. <laughs> now he's awesome. He's like, they're like family. Alice Cooper and, and Sharon everyone in the band you know I love them so. it's a great attitude that you've got there as you point out just working as hard as you possibly can another group of people that have that same attitude Fernando's Kitchen a band from London performing on the streets for over seven years also Heidi who plays Cajon and sings you can check her out at cajonbox.com she's got great YouTube links a bit of a YouTube sensation I've learned a lot from her actually looking at her videos and we're going to listen to her track right now the band Fernando's Kitchen Savannah Groove here we go
We're back in the Top Music Podcast with me, Scott Cowie, and I'm talking to Orianthe right now. Orianthe, you mentioned that all these different artists that you've learned from that you've got a chance to perform with, Michael Jackson. Now, what was he like to work with? What did you learn from him? And he was such a perfectionist, you know, when it came to just every detail with his music and performance and everything. And and I think, you know, that um, he's like just being so professional and just just very much into making sure everything's right. And, uh, you know, the rhythm is so important, you know, drums, rhythm, guitar, and everything. I became a better rhythm guitar player from working with Michael because his sense of rhythm with his dancing and just the beats, the grooves with songs, I stepped up as a rhythm player because I had to, you know, and he's like, you got to, you got to eat your grits. So I had to, you know, definitely um, just be, I don't know, sort of with the groove, you know, because a lot of his, um, a lot of his songs are a very sort of R&B sort of bass. So I had to go back and listen to a lot of different records and, and try to get in that and, and learn from that. So, um, you know, made me step up. But that's the thing, you just throw yourself in the ocean sometimes. You just got to learn how to, how to swim. So I did with that. Definitely, as as a rhythm player, I think. Now, is it true Michael Jackson and his management contacted you after watching uh, you on YouTube? Did they contact you through MySpace? Is that true? Yeah, that's true, yeah. I got a message through MySpace, and I thought the guy was insane. I thought, oh, this crazy guy. My manager said he, he claims to... Did you think it was a joke? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I thought, okay, this guy is claiming to be working with Michael Jackson. I thought, I don't know if it's for real, but, you know... Um, can you reach out to him and see if he's not crazy? And that would be great if he's not, you know, <laughs> and, and he wasn't, it was Mike Bearden and, and he's, uh, he's awesome. He's, he's amazing musical director, keep the piano, piano player and just great person. He was like, you know, we're watching YouTube videos. Michael wants you to come in. You have to learn, beat it. Do Diana want to be signing something? Um, come in and play it for us. And I was like, okay, I had a night to learn it, but I, I couldn't, I didn't want to fill the shoes. I mean, you can't fill the shoes. Someone like, or attempt to with, you know, Eddie Van Halen or Jennifer Batten or any of these incredible players. So I thought, well, he's watched my YouTube videos. He knows I'm a blues bass guitar player. I'm going to go in and I'm going to learn um, Beat It and all these songs, but I'm going to do it my own way to put my own flavor to it. And there's more blues. And I thought, well, if he hates it, well, then, you know, at least I'm going in and doing my thing, you know, because I don't want to try to be, you know, any of those incredible players, you know, it's like, I just didn't want to do that. So he heard it and hired me that night. And I was just like, bloody hell, this is intense. It was a real surreal moment. And just uh, getting to work with him for three or four months was something I'm really grateful for because one of the most incredible entertainers ever. Absolutely. I don't think anybody would disagree there. Now, you said you had to learn three songs in one night. Is it true you had to learn something like 25 in a week for Alice Cooper? Is there any truth to that? Yeah, I didn't. I locked myself away uh, when I got I got the call from Bob Ezrin and Alice Cooper when I was in Nash. I think it was in Nashville. I was doing my record, and he's like, "Hey," because I'd played with him a couple of years back on Idol. We did Schools Out, and Alice was like, "Hey, do you wanna do you wanna join my band and go on a world tour with me?" And I'm like, "Hell yeah! Okay, cool." And um, that's kind of how it went down. And he's like, "Okay," and then the next day I get an email. Here's a link, a Dropbox, to like 25 songs, and then we're doing a shot at the whiskey. No, no, then we're doing a Jay Leno shot at the whiskey. Then we're going on a world tour. We start in uh, New Zealand, and all the press was going to be there at the whiskey show because it was like my sort of joining of the band. 
And I was so nervous. I was uh, locked myself away, didn't talk to anybody for about a week and, and you know, Hey There Were Flies nearly killed me because it was like 11 minutes long, this song of his, which is like Frank Zappa, just crazy. And so I, I was like thinking, okay, I'll play the leads. And like, no, you're playing the leads, the rhythms, and you're singing and performing. I was like, okay. So that, that was definitely something I was, you know, I, I did it. I was, but it took me coming a couple of a couple of months to really get in with the show. And then when I first joined his the group, I was very normal. I didn't have any blood on me or anything, and um, that changed pretty quickly. <laughs> <laughs> watching watching Alice do his thing and how much of a performer and character he is, I was like, I can't be myself. So now I'm scary Anthony. I'm an irritable zombie guitar player, which I love playing. So. <laughs> Excellent. Now, what have you got planned for the future musically? Are you in the studio at the moment? Are you writing? What's going on? Yeah, I'm actually writing right now. Um, I've got a lot of sort of random gigs coming up. I've actually got this thing which I'm doing with Dave Stewart. It's called Be My Band. And um, and we just launched it not too long ago. And basically the concept of it is to get a bunch of um, people, I mean kids to audition people to audition um and on online with YouTube videos to play a show with me here in LA, the sold out venue, um, February, I think it's the 14th or 15th. And, um, yeah, just, we're going to just do a whole hour and a bit set and, um, it's going to be a blast. Just, I, I just want to pick people from around the world that have a love for music, playing drums, bass, guitar, and put on a show out here. So, um, doing that right now, going through a bunch of different, videos have been sent through to me on YouTube and uh, it's called Be My Band Through Talent House and they're going to blast it all over their website and anything in a bit. And, um, yeah, I'm just going through audition tapes and everyone's, like, really cool. So it's um, it's going to be a fun night. That sounds great. And we'll put all the details up on our website as well so people can see what's going on there. What music are you listening to at the moment? What's in your iPod? Is there anything that's – any young bands that you're listening to that are doing it for you at the moment? Um, yeah, I've been – you know, I listen. My iPod's really eclectic, so it's all over the place. I love listening to Jay Z, which, uh, you know, Kanye West or Kings of Leon, or um, you know, there's so many different bands. I mean, you know that I and I'm obsessed with that song. With uh, it's actually from a while back. Actually, I was listening the other day. A O Nation Sale, which I love, and there's just so many different bands that come out that I'm like, okay, this is really cool, or something that just sort of grabs you, but. Um, you know, I, the thing is, I don't really listen to the radio that much. I kind of go back to my old collection to get sort of inspired. So there's a lot of blues records on there, always live, Steve Ray Vaughan or Jimi Hendrix or Santana. Um, I always go back to that. And, um, you know, there's just a lot of good bands out there. Um, you know, it's, uh, and I'm just thinking of like young bands that are coming out. I mean, I love uh, a band out of here, um, America, Tyler. Bryant and the Shakedown, they're a great rock and roll young band. Um, and uh, their record's really raw, and I had that show my iPod listening to the other day. So, really cool. Well, listen, we know you've got a busy day ahead of you. We'll let you get away just now, and thanks very much for being on the podcast today. Hey, thanks so much for having me and, and for your support. I appreciate it. And uh, let you know when I come out to Scotland. Got to come out to a show. Absolutely. We all look forward to it, and I'll see you later on. Take care. See you later. 
What an honour to sit and chat and have a conversation with Orianthe talking about her career and talking about her interests within music. Go and check out her official website, www.orianthemusic.com. She's on Facebook too. Very active on Twitter, at Orianthe. Instagram too. Again, very good with her social media. Keeping all you guys updated with everything she's got going on. Go check it out. Playing us out on the podcast this week, Janine Leah. A great singer-songwriter from Los Angeles. We're on F-Boom Music on the same record label. This song's called Fly. Check it out. Fly.